Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. From the time of Hippocrates, it has been known that certain foods have disease-preventing and disease-healing benefits. Yet for some reason, this knowledge has remained one of history's best-kept secret until its resurgence in very recent years. Despite a growing body of documented medical evidence that diet both causes and cures disease, nutritional awareness remains far from a 21st century ideal. Overall health is a reflection of the substances we put into our bodies. Many of the preservatives we eat have adverse effects on any number of our physical systems. By eliminating these unnatural chemicals and increasing the nutrients our bodies need, we become much healthier in both body and mind. My guest today, Tova Roseman, Earth Diva of Tova's Garden, is an organic health and wellness author, educator and speaker. Welcome Tova. Hey, good to be here. So the story of nutrition is not simply one of cure. It is also a story of life enrichment and well-being. Sadly, many people are living at only 50% of their full health potential, not really sick, but not truly well either. I agree with that. I think people get used to just a certain standard of how they feel and they don't recognize that it could actually be different. And they're taking all these um, chemical nutrients that they think are nutrients and they don't understand that they just think they're getting old or they haven't slept well or any of those things. And, and that's really not the case. I would think, you know, we coming through the pandemic and of course a lot of people that experienced devastating effects, sometimes fatal in regards to COVID-19. Yet, I mean, when it all comes down to it, you read about a lot of the people had underlying health conditions. And so I hope that a huge part of the awareness campaign is how vital it is to be healthy, eat healthy, and be responsible for your own health. Yeah, that's where it all starts. I mean, if you... Um going back to the garden because that's kind of where we're in common. If you have just dirt in your garden and you don't have any nutrients in there, your plants aren't gonna grow well. In fact, you'll get weeds. Weeds like crappy soil. They don't grow in good soil. So it's the same with disease in your body. Disease grows in a crappy environment in your body. It's just common sense, but people don't make that connection most of the time. Tova, you've written Secrets to Success with Inner Mountain and High Desert Gardening. I mean, you're obviously the earth diva. Let's talk about when most people think of, I'm going to grow my own food, I'm going to have a garden, they, they think like acres, right? And so let, let's boil it down for anyone that wants to be responsible to grow your own food. I mean, we are in a food desert here. What would you say to people about, hey, maybe just start with, you know, little Well, we can go even simpler than that. If you go organic and eliminate chemicals from any type of yard that you have 
or any type of pot. You know, people want to do raised beds, but they still want to put the chemical soils, what they call as soils, the bag soils. There's no soil in those. So if you go really basic with no chemicals, just the uh, soil, manure, alfalfa pellets is a kind of a recipe I have on my website that people just, they have to have it because that's where it starts. So that means you don't have a lot of work because people think, oh, if I want to have a beautiful garden or if I want to have grow food, it's a lot of work. Well, if you have organic soil, you don't have insects, your plants do not have disease, your plants go through the roof and they have like 300% of the nutrition that you would find in anything in the store. You get the benefits of being out in the yard you're collecting pollinators and attracting them to your garden because they get the nutrition. And you get kind of that earth balance of being in nature, um, being simple, just enjoying. And you know, there's nothing that smells better than really good dirt. Absolutely. I was on my way in this morning. I, I just couldn't believe it. I'm driving to work and I look over a neighbor has a yard full of rock and he's out there with his big tub spraying Roundup. And I'm just shocked that today with all the, you know, every other commercial is on, you know, we're suing Monsanto for Roundup and people are out there buying it and using it. Yet when I go into my yard, because I use zero chemicals, I have a hundred lizards right? Yeah. I have tons of lizard, natural pest keeping. Yep. I don't have problems with bugs because, you know, even though I know Roundup is for weeds, but there's lots of ways you can deal with weeds without using Roundup. Well, it's just this counterintuitive thing. People don't like weeds and they don't like maintenance, so they put down rocks. Well, weeds grow in rocks, so then they're spraying chemicals and that's a lot of work to clean up rocks. I mean, it's more work than having a natural garden like yours or like mine. And the bad news is, is the Roundup carries through the air. Well, it carries down into the soil. It goes into the water table. He's re literally right next to the steamboat, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, so it's you do, And so you multiply him times how many people. It's just, it's unbelievable that people are that unconscious yeah. about what they're doing to the environment. I get a little frustrated because, as many people know, I'm a beekeeper. And so when I see people out there spraying chemicals in their yard, it just drives me bonkers. However, so let's get back to our own backyard. You, huge emphasis, Tova, on well-being. Let's talk about the benefits of not just growing your own food or having your own beautiful organic backyard. What does that do for us spiritually, emotionally, mentally? Well, it changes your whole perspective, especially now because there's been so much negative news. And this is, well, actually, it's been kind of building for years and years and years. Um, but people just get into this mindset that they can't seem to break. And so there's been a lot of people that go to meditation and yoga and this and that. And then they hop right in their car and off they go back to the, the mess. So part of, you know, toning down and, and connecting with nature and, and this whole wholeness wellness is blocking all the, the bad sensory stuff that your body absorbs and give it some good sensory. Because when you have good sensations in your body, it rebuilds. 
the bad stuff is breaking you down, it's causing stress. I mean, everybody knows that most disease starts with inflammation. Inflammation starts in your mind, really, by what you're absorbing, what you're thinking. Your mind is connected to every part of your body, but also as human beings, we are a being of nature. So we are part of the hummingbirds, we're part of the environment, we're part of everything. So what we're putting out there, which comes from our breath, which is stress. So if you're calm and centered, you attract what your body needs, in addition to the foods and other nutrition. And I come back to, I mean, you know, obviously a huge part of most communities is urban, right? Mm -hmm. And yet you can accomplish the same thing on a small back deck as you can on two acres of land. Right, right. You don't need, all you need to do is keep your place, your area around you, how even in an apartment, you know, I see a lot of people have pots on their decks. Have big pots. Open your windows and enjoy that little space. Create a little screen. You don't have, I mean, people make it too hard. That's what I'm trying to get across is they make it too hard because I think they don't know where to start. They don't know how simple it can be. So I have, I happen to have a half an acre, um, but it, I have a lot on my patio. I have a lot in small spaces. I took out all the front grass because it took too many chemicals to keep it going. And then I figured out how to get it in balance by replacing the soil and going all organic. Voila, I suddenly have no disease in my grass. Mm -hmm. So even grass uh, is simpler. You don't have to go to rocks, which, I'm, like you, it drives me out of my mind. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, a huge push, of course, for, you know, water conservation, zero scape. You have written a book on high desert gardening. And, I mean, we have a lot of natural plants that thrive here. Talk about the importance of, of looking at what does well here, why, why we want to plant na our natural plants here and not import all these weird things that are going to struggle to grow. <laughs> because they have adapted to our environment, right? You know that. Um, we can bring things in, um, but again, it all goes back to the soil. So the types of soil we have here is good soil. It could be better soil. But even when I've, I've been on the radio kind of all over the world, actually, um, which is kind of a fun way to, to travel <laughs> by radio, um, Without a doubt, no matter where I have talked on the radio, people gripe about their soil. They could be in Idaho, and to us, Idaho is like a mecca <laughs> of good soil, right? Uh, in Europe, it's the same thing. They, they talk about the soil because there's, you know, all these different things. So wherever you are, you always have to add things to your soil. But the thing is, the, here's, here's the odd balance. So in Arizona, a number of years ago, they did a study on using native plants versus good plants. And they actually established a law where you could only plant native plants. So everybody took out their lawns, took out all their little specialty things, and only planted native plants. But what they noticed was that those plants weren't doing so well because people couldn't stand the way they look, so they started watering them. So a native plant has adapted to whatever happens to be there. They have really long roots. When it rains, they instantly suck up all the water. And when there's a drought, they just kind of sit there. Well, when you water a native plant, 
there's rain. So they suck it all up and it's not available to anything else. So again, it's the counterintuitive thing that you have to adjust to what is around you and just be with nature, kind of figure it out, see what it is. The other thing that's an interesting study, and this is in regard to allergens, um, again, people have created the allergy problem that we have by changing our environment. So all the food allergies that people are experiencing, children are experiencing, are the same type of allergens that we have in nature. And all of these increased pollens is by having these communities that have planted all of these trees that dump all this pollen. So they want to plant uh, clean trees, right? Trees that don't drop fruit, trees that behave themselves <laughs> according to what landscape people want and city councils want. Well, so they plant all male trees. That's counterintuitive to our environment. We need female trees. Well, guess what? The female trees have all the fruit. The male trees have all the pollen. Ah, interesting. We have to go to break. I come back. I'm going to pick up with Tova Roseman, who is the earth diva of Tova's Garden. And if you want to check out any of her information, please go to her website, tovasgarden.com. We'll be right back. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Joining me today, Tova Roseman. She is the earth diva of Tova's garden. She is a horticulturist, educator, designer, and professional speaker. And she enjoys offering educational keynotes that help people understand our connection to nature to improve our health both physically and spiritually. Tova, I'm glad you're with me today. Obviously, with spring, our short spring that we have here in Nevada, I see the loads of plants coming out of the big box store and people wanting to get into their gardens and do all of that. But we're talking about, I think, more important, the connection to nature, the importance of having that connection to nature, and the ability to live well because we're being responsible for what is in our yards, what is on our deck, what we're doing each year to bring that beauty into our space. Really well put. That is the importance, is not just looking at it as, oh, I'm going to do that, and I'm in my house, I'm not a part of it, but recognizing that there is an interaction and that our well-being actually is dependent on being creating all the things that you just talked about. Absolutely. Our environment. I mean, it is an extension. 
And, you know, understanding that organic is certainly much better than, you know, using chemicals and all these other things. When you just let nature do its thing out in your own yard, you're going to discover that there's lots of fabulous, like I have tons of lizards, rabbits, birds. They all add to it, and I want to protect all of them as well. Well, you have a healthy yard. That's yes. why <laughs> a healthy yard adds animals. <laughs> yes, yes, it's wonderful. In addition to focusing on the garden, that translates into all the ways you can make your body more healthy. So there are a lot of integrative and alternative ways to treat disease. Um, that was a journey that I took two years ago um, with my husband. Uh, there's a lot of um, opportunities out there, but not necessarily within our own communities. In fact, you have to travel pretty much outside the United States. The controversy between organics and chemicals. So to treat disease, um, our belief system has been created that you have to have a chemical, you have to have a shot, you have to have chemotherapy and kill it all. So you're, it's the same as a chemical killing it all in your yard. You're killing it all, all of it, your body, everything in your body, not just disease. Because disease is only one aspect that has um, transferred itself into something different in your body. So if you have a healthy body, which is integrative, which means building your body up with food that's nutritious, building your body up with things that, well, your, your cells in your body will recognize that, oh, this is good stuff. We can take it in and we can combat the things that aren't good for us. This is integrative medicine. So we, we did that journey and we discovered that there were, there's no way for people to finance that because it's not covered by insurance. People, we met people in part of our journey that had come from Australia, had come from all over the world to the same place we were in Mexico. They had literally sold their household, their, uh, put their children with family members, to come and get integrative treatment because that's the only place that's available. And it's interesting because on all the um, cancer awareness websites that will help you fund treatment, they only fund traditional treatments. So people have a need for money. And that's why I decided to start the um, fundraiser in honor of my husband to raise the money and be able to donate it to people who who are desperate. And part of that is educating people on integrative medicine, on connecting with nature, bringing all the education that I've learned into a goodness and then contributing to those who need that. That's awesome. And I'm sure that a lot of people will appreciate your efforts to help them. So you'll post on your website, tovasgarden.com, when this fundraiser is going to happen, how we can support that. Yeah. And certainly, you know, from the bigger perspective, it's everything you can do today in order to avoid that in the future. Exactly. <laughs> it's training you on, you know, the benefits of what well, we hear about it, turmeric, but it's all, you know, prepackaged goods. It's what you can do in your own garden for yourself. But in the meantime, um, I do take donations on the website. I have, um, they can mail donations to the Barry Roseman Cancer Warrior Fund. 
and we're collecting them. I've been giving donations since last year's when we started it. That was the first event. <laughs> In fact, we did it right after everything was closed down due to the pandemic. Um, and people still were just desperate to come and get this information. You spent, uh, looks like a long time, really trying to help people understand how to benefit in so many ways through gardening, through designing. I know you were a landscape designer mm -hmm. at one time, but through designing, through really just making sure that people understand the connection between their environment and the environment. <laughs> yeah, and it takes a little bit of work because it's changing your mindset, but once you get it, you can't go backwards. I mean, literally, I can go into a grocery store and my body just will not allow me to pick up that genetically modified whatever. You know, I just abhor your body will not allow that. Yeah. And so once you get that training in your mindset, it's just natural. Well, and we naturally, through just process, your body reacts when you eat something that doesn't agree with it. It's telling you please don't put that inside of me anymore, right? <laughs> and it's being attuned to what's going on. I remember my mother was struggling all last year with some medical issue. And, you know, I'm not a proponent of let's go get synthetic drugs and all that. So I sent her this awesome book, Foods That Heal. Fabulous book. Yeah. And so she read through it, said, oh, that's what I have. She added fiber into her diet, problem solved. Never well, took a pill, never had to do anything because same thing. It's like you can heal yourself naturally. Oh, absolutely. I'm a big proponent of that. And foods is all of that. Um, and people, instead of recognizing, oh, that food doesn't make me feel good, it's like, oh, let me just go take a Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> oh, I know. Horrible, horrible stuff. So, Tova, you wrote a book, Secrets to Success with Intermountain and High Desert Gardening, all about the perennials. That's something that people can buy off your website. Right. And, and I have gift cards as well. Um, part of the book educates on which plants attract pollinators naturally. So I think that's um, a good positive thing for people to understand. Well, and I think a lot of people are considering becoming beekeepers. I mean, I look at a lot of younger couples now and, you know, put a hive in your backyard. However, that requires that you be thinking about your yard, right? Right. And so uh, one of the things that, you know, what would you recommend to someone that says, oh, maybe I should become a beekeeper. I'm going to put a hive in my backyard. What's the work to get there before you even introduce a bee? No matter what you're doing, gardening-wise, uh, attracting pollinator-wise, the bees, it starts with your soil. 100% just get good soil. I guess the saying is a $10 hole, $2 plant. Ah. So the same thing. Get rid of any chemicals. Forget about using chemicals in your lawn. It'll take about a year for your garden to transition because it builds it up naturally. It's like meadows. They discovered that... Instead of mowing meadows all the time and, and then, um, you know, only having a monoculture, which is grass is a monoculture, allowing it to go natural. And within 90 days, you're going to have your own little meadow going on. And guess what? It rejuvenates itself. So the health of your bees is dependent on what they can get out of your garden, right? They don't want chemicals. They're very sensitive. So they can't collect honey if there's 
you know, chemicals in there. Right, or nothing for them to, to eat. Yeah, so prep so, about a year ahead of time and, and just get things Get your house in order. Yeah, and I went on to your website, tovasgarden.com, and I did download your soil recipe Good. book. Very simple. That's what I found fast. It wasn't like a big, complicated process. Very simple, and it's fantastic, and I'm very excited to start to build my own soil. Cool. So that as I move into more planting of organic and you know, I'm trying to grow a tomato. Last year was a little stressful, so I, I couldn't even get a tomato. But this year, I'm going to add a tomato. Okay. <laughs> so That's, I think, where people start. Yeah. For some reason, the tomatoes do it. <laughs> well, because tomatoes in the store have no flavor. Uh, yeah, nothing yeah. has flavor right now. Exactly. I want to thank Tova Roseman for being here with me today. Check out our website, tovasgarden.com. Just be in tune with nature. Love it. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show 